You are listening to the Privacy First podcast, a podcast dedicated to creating a dialogue of building products that are privacy first. We interview founders building privacy products and enterprise CEOs, cover the latest updates on privacy and discuss the state of privacy around the world. I am Arvind, founder of Newfang and Skizzle. Hey, 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 welcome to today's show and we are covering Apple playing hardball with apps about its snow tracking rules. How did a Norwegian researcher's data end up with an American company and Thunderbird finally adds native support for its open PGP uh, to allow end-to-end encryption, but it comes with a security flaw and EU's new search guidelines for ranking and finally, tips on how to avoid facial recognition uh, surveillance so let's get started apple's software chief craig says they could ban apps that don't follow ios 14 uh, anti-tracking rules so this is a topic that we covered in our last week's episode as well where major app developers and ad networks like facebook have since spoken out uh, against this feature claiming that apple's anti-tracking efforts are anti-competitive and will impact uh, small businesses this rollout is going to start from early 2021 and uh, ios 14 will require apps to get opt-in permission from users uh, to collect the random advertising identifier which is generally used by advertisers to deliver personalized ads and track how their campaign uh, is effective apple says that this is out of a concern about users being tracked uh, without their consent and having their data bundled and resold by advertising networks Uh, Tracking across apps and websites owned by uh, multiple companies and uh, data sold by data brokers can be very much invasive and creepy, uh, according to Apple. All apps will be expected to abide by uh, Apple's tracking transparency rules once they come into effect. And uh, here's how strong Apple is in its stance. Speaking to The Telegraph, the chief says uh, there will be policy enforcement. Any form or mechanism of tracking a user for advertising or for providing information to data brokers will have to ask for permissions. Uh, Failure to do so is a violation of App Store policy and our grounds for having an app removed. He emphasized that Apple expects advertisers to adapt to the change and suggested that uh, social media platforms had no choice but to conform to the new policy. Uh, The largest players understand that they have to play by the rules here. Uh, He told The Telegraph, adding that despite inevitable uh, spirited debate, he believed they would work to find a solution. He's basically saying, you know, once you're done with the tantrums, either play by our rules or get out. Now about our researcher. So a Norwegian researcher exposes how a US firm collected his location data. His name is Martin Gunderson and he has identified over 75,000 data points uh, that are being tracked from his phone. That's a lot of data points, right? Uh, So how did he ever find that out? He first uh, requested information about all the data held on him from a company named Ventil that had been known to provide uh, the US government, specifically the US Immigration and Customs Enforcement or ICE. He did so under the rights granted to him under, you know, the GDPR Act as a Norwegian citizen and oh boy was he shocked. He made a few enquiries about the recent addresses he had visited Uh, which were verified uh, after he provided his advertising ID and his current addresses. They then sent him an email about a month later. Pretty seamless, right? 
and here it comes the email contained information about his whereabouts since february 15 with 75406 occurrences with every movement of him being tracked if you saw the image it looks like a web of every single location and route he had taken and uh, subsequently overlaid on a map he didn't find any names or contact information uh, such as phone numbers though uh, but before you sigh relief uh, data is not anonymizing he writes in his blog post that uh, simple searches in google and uh, white pages would show there was a martin gunderson living uh, in oslo and working at nrk marinlist so how did a us company have access to his data given that no app uh, were installed on his phone that belonged to entel right so you naturally question how did they ever get it he did some digging and found this after a round of access requests so some of the location data that ended up at ventil originated from a slovak app developer called sigic which has a portfolio of over 70 different apps on february 15th he installed two navigation apps from sigic both asked him for consent to some terms of uh, you know personalizing his advertising experience it is a pretty common excuse that the developers use now sigic then shares this data with complementix and prerisio who then send the data to gravy analytics which is the parent company of ventil which although technically result in violation uh, of the user consent form that uh, sigic's apps ask uh, users to accept this is because uh, gravy states that uh, it could use the data for sharing it with customers and even indirectly with government agencies for different purposes which goes contrary to what sigic made martin agree to it in the first place and uh, you must be thinking wait is this legal and uh, you're right it's absolutely not uh, so he ended up consulting with uh, three lawyers who are all privacy specialists and they agreed with him uh, the fact that his personal information could be used for other purposes than what he had agreed to was an apparent violation of gdpr you know this shows us that uh, companies are still breaching gdpr but in ways that make it hard to identify them uh, particularly due to the complex flow of data there is some positive news in the next one uh, apple and cloudflare team up to stop your isp from spying on you by seeing which websites you are visiting they have jointly developed a new internet protocol designed to protect your privacy by preventing your service provider from seeing uh, which websites you visit currently when you enter a web address into your browser that address is passed to a domain name server also called as a dns which then looks up the domain name in order to convert it into the numerical ip address that is needed uh, for your computer to connect to it by default that dns is operated by your isp which means it knows both who you are and which websites you visit some dns queries are encrypted but the company running the dns service can still see the data TechCrunch reports that this new DNS protocol uh, that is designed by Apple and Cloudflare is designed to prevent that. It is dubbed as uh, Oblivious DNS over HTTPS or ODOH for short. The new protocol makes it for more difficult for uh, internet providers to know which websites you visit. So here's how it works. ODOH wraps a layer of encryption around the DNS query and passes it through a proxy server. which acts as a go between uh, the internet user and the website they want to visit because the dns query is encrypted the proxy can't see what's inside but acts as a shield to prevent the dns resolver 
from seeing who sent the query to begin with. What audio hatch is meant to do is separate the information about uh, who is making the query and what the query is, says uh, Nick Sullivan, who is Cloudflare's uh, head of research. In other words, audio hatch ensures that only the proxy knows the identity of the internet user and that the DNS resolver only knows the website being requested. Sullivan said that the page loading times on AudioH are practically indistinguishable from uh, DOH and shouldn't cause any significant changes to browsing speed. But you should know that this is only effective if two different organizations run the proxy server and the DNS service. There aren't yet many of these around, though Cloudflare is working with a few through its uh, 1.1.1.1 DNS service. It's just a proposed protocol at present uh, and to be adopted across the web, it will need to be signed off by the Internet Engineering Task Force, uh, the nonprofit which oversees the approval of new protocols. Until then, you can make free use of Cloudflare's uh, 1.1.1.1 and uh, perhaps even the 1.0.0.1 as backup or Google's 8.8.8.8 and uh, its backup which is 8.8.4.4. Next, there's an interesting update to Thunderbird. Uh, it finally adds uh, native support to its uh, client that allows users to do end-to-end -end encryption. But there is a flaw that uh, you need to use a master password uh, if you use OpenPGP in order to secure it. And what does that mean? Let's talk about that. So Thunderbird email client uh, users who use the program's built-in email encryption functionality uh, need to set a master password to properly protect their encryption keys. This support for encrypting emails using OpenPGP uh, has been out since version uh, 78. Previously, the users had to rely on extensions uh, such as Enigmail uh, to use encryption when reading and sending emails in clients. So you basically can import uh, the keys and also generate new keys uh, if you want to. Users who used encryption before to protect emails notice that uh, Thunderbird does not ask for unlocking password when they need to encrypt or decrypt email messages in email clients, uh, which is what they are usually expected to in a secure system. So they're wondering, you know, what does this mean? What's actually happening is uh, the secret keys are stored encrypted on the disk. Thunderbird generates a password automatically for all keys and stores it encrypted on the disk as well. The problem is uh, the unencrypted key is stored in key4.db file in the Thunderbird directory. So in other words, anyone who gets access to this file on your computer can use the information to decrypt the data and gain access to the encrypted emails in the end. So it's encrypted on your disk, but there's a folder path within Thunderbird where it is stored unencrypted. The time you import your personal key into Thunderbird, it unlocks it and uh, protect it with a different password that is automatically and randomly created. The same automatic password is used for all OpenPGP secret keys uh, that are managed by Thunderbird. So in order to truly secure it, uh, you should set a master password firstly. And uh, because without this, your OpenPGP keys are now in your profile directory and left unencrypted. Only after you set a master password will the encryption that is in key4.db file will also be protected. And the use of the OpenPGP secret keys will then require you to unlock once by entering the master password, which is to unlock the key4.db uh, which has information that can be used to unlock the automatic password and the keys. This is not a default option uh, or even shown to the user. So you will have to go into your settings and set this up, uh, you know, and do it now and remember the password.
EU uh, has set out a search ranking guideline for Google, Microsoft and uh, other platforms. So they will now have to be more transparent in uh, how they rank online search results uh, under the new European Commission's uh, guidelines that have come out on Monday and it's taking immediate effect. It will also be followed up next week by the publication of uh, draft rules uh, that could eventually impose further restrictions. And this is coming at a time when uh, smaller rivals and some companies have long complained about uh, you know, the arbitrary and opaque practices that these tech giants employ that affect how their products and services are ranked in search results. And especially when uh, that means they are placed far below the bigger companies. And this isn't new. Uh, Google has paid out a uh, total of more than 8 billion euros uh, between 2017 and 19 after EU antitrust regulators found it had unfairly pushed its own products to the disadvantage of uh, competitors. So what the guideline requires is that the online platforms identify the algorithmic uh, parameters uh, that determine uh, ranking and to share them with the companies. According to them, uh, these guidelines set the standard for algorithmic ranking transparency and will increase fairness in online platform economy, which uh, drives innovation and welfare for millions of Europeans. They will also be increasing the platform's responsibility to take down illegal and harmful content with fines and other sanctions to encourage compliance. Now, this might be dicey, especially, uh, you know, when you don't, how do you define harmful and to whom? So we'll have to wait and see how they define this. But overall, uh, this definitely looks uh, good for the ecosystem where, uh, especially if you're, you know, building products that compete directly with Google. For the final story, we have uh, tips shared by Wired.com on how to thwart facial recognition and other surveillance. You know, whether you're going to a protest or just don't want the big brother to monitor your morning run. First, wear a mask. Uh, facial recognition tech can see around hoodies or big shades, so pair them up with face covering. And uh, next, you can dress unremarkably or as boring as possible. Uh, this is to make yourself less memorable to both humans and machines, uh, wearing clothes as dark and uh, pattern-free as you can. Uh, clothing search is a common feature of video surveillance software. It helps analysts track a person across different camera feeds. You know, so the more you can camouflage with your, uh, with others who are around you, the better. Next, uh, delete your history. Uh, delete tweets that compromise your friends. Uh, strip metadata like location tags from your phone pics by sharing screenshots of images, not not the images themselves. Uh, keep any identifying visual information obscure too. Then uh, ditch your car. Uh, logging license plates used to require sophisticated uh, and specialized cameras, but now the software is so cheap that uh, even small police departments and neighborhood associations can afford it. So, you know, many local and state agencies in the US share what they see via a nationwide database that can track vehicles over long distances. So, even cycling and walking uh, cuts both your surveillance and uh, you know, ecological footprint. So, you could consider that. And final tip is uh, run facial interference. The cover of darkness can be quickly uncovered by flash guns and infrared cameras. Right? Uh, for example, uh, Reflectical's Ghost Glasses, which is about $164, which shrouds your face by bouncing back incoming light that will dazzle conventional cameras. And the lenses are opaque to infrared sensors, so that's a bonus. And also uh, block facial recognition systems that use 3D imaging like iPhone's uh, Face ID.
Thanks for listening and see you again on next week's episode of Privacy First. Thank you.